Welcome back, you beautiful beings. On this week's beautiful episode, I get to sit down with one of my dear friends and mentors, Anahata Ananda. Many of you probably heard of her or have been aware of her work. Um, she is a fellow Sidonian, runs the Shamangelic Healing Podcast, and she facilitates retreats does a ton of healing work. Um, She's all over the place. She's amazing. Um, Dear, dear friend of mine. So in this week's episode, we actually went out on the land and recorded a video as well with a uh, guided meditation and sound healing um, with me playing the Rav drum. Um, So stay tuned all the way to the end if you want to go through that guided chakra meditation Uh, Yeah, so we kind of decided to do this podcast to address each of the chakras and how they might be affected right now during this time and what you can do to balance each of those centers Um, because, yeah, things are a little hectic and crazy right now. Um, But yeah, if you guys enjoyed, leave me a review. The video will be out on YouTube soon. Um, and we had a little bit of an audio issue, so, yeah, we are out recording, and, you know, when you're out on the land, sometimes the technology doesn't work the best, so we ended up having to use the audio from the iPhone, so I apologize if the audio isn't that great, um, but I'll probably, probably be dropping in with her again soon, so, um, this was a great one, so enjoy, let me know. Welcome to our chakra balancing journey to get aligned and get clear. Be sure to stay tuned all the way to the very end because we're going to be leading a guided visualization to balance, clear, and awaken all the chakras with a musical sound journey. There's also a free gift in the show notes that is a guided visualization to clear, balance, and awaken your chakras as well. So be sure to grab that free gift and enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to this joint jam podcast in the classroom of our backyard, Sedona, Arizona. And we're excited to bring to you today uh, a joint podcast transmission uh, about balancing the chakras. And with everything that's been happening lately, We thought it would be really nice to just drop a transmission to help everybody get aligned and get clear and kind of get back into harmony and balance so that we can move forward with grace and clarity in navigating these interesting times. So um, I'm here today with my beautiful soul brother, Stephen Jaggers, who is an amazing body worker and integrational body movement specialist, and uh, his podcast is Ebb and Flow Radio, so you might be listening to to this transmission on that, um, or you might be listening on the Shamanjelic Healing Podcast, and I'm Anahata Ananda, and we are so grateful to share this time with you. So grateful. Welcome, everybody. As you heard, this is the amazing Anahata Nanda with the Shamangelic Healing here in Sedona. Um, she does amazing work. 
I've received so much and can't wait to learn more from you. And it's always a blessing connecting. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise, there's just this like kindred chemistry in this like soul connection. Mm. And uh, he does the most amazing body work. He can get into places into the body where I'm like, wow, I needed that. I needed that alignment and or just how to move my shoulder in a different way. And so for integration mm. with body, mind, and soul, go over there. <laughs> Come here to that. Sedona. You yeah. get the you get a great combo. So when you are ready to travel in Sedona, Come and visit us both for sure. Yeah. So what we'd love to do is just walk you through the chakras today and kind of share a little bit about each chakra and what issues are often associated with each of the chakras so that you might be able to identify something, especially lately, yeah. that might have gotten pushed out of balance or blocked or is upside down. Um, and this is the opportunity to kind of say, hey, where, where, where can I get each of my chakra energy centers in a little bit more alignment so that as we navigate these challenges, it's uh, with a little bit more grace, a little more balance. I think we're all feeling just a little bit off, you know, <laughs> a little bit like we've had the, uh, the rug pulled out from underneath us. Um, and right now it's, it's probably more important to just, you know, figure out our own alignment, get clear, take the time to just reflect and, and see which areas of our body and um, you know where we can can get aligned with ourselves so we're going to go through each of the chakras and talk about what we're doing and, and how we're you know <laughs> navigating these <laughs> waters because this is areas that we've we've probably never had to navigate before so. in in our human experience we're you know we're experiencing more catalysts more discomfort more um, challenge internally with our jobs, careers, family, money, health uh, than probably ever before and more in just a few weeks or one day, what, a couple days period of time than we probably have in our whole lifetime. And so it's not uncommon for us to get out of balance or knocked off whack and and um, not really feel ourselves. So so let's dive in. Let's dive in. <laughs> I'm so grateful because, you know, we're going through it too. And we want to share with you what we've noticed in ourselves that has been out of balance or, you know, really tested during these times and where we've ha had to deepen our physical, emotional, and energetic and spiritual practices to kind of navigate these times so that we're not moving through this with even more chaos and fear, but we can do it with like clarity and calmness. So, and shall like we you, Yeah, and like you said, we can really use this time as a catalyst. Yeah. The perspective of using it as a catalyst for just becoming more aligned with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, so good. It's like it's bring, <laughs> this is like a massive medicine journey for all it's of us. It's bring up some shit. I'm not like, gonna lie. Right? It's like this is a deep thing, and we're doing it collectively, which is just crazy and beautiful. So, humanity has this chance to evolve and take these experiences, learn from them, adapt, and get stronger. Because it feels like, as, as we go into the root chakra, because that's our first yeah. one, it feels foundation. like our foundation has been totally challenged because a lot of what we are um, have built our lives on in, our, in the root is actually not on stable ground. And so it's not sustainable 
the way we've been living our lives. And this experience collectively is showing us where the way we treat ourselves, maybe our orientation to Mother Earth or finances or our health are really not sustainable. And so any cracks in our foundation or where we're not built on solid ground is bringing, being brought to the attention to, to look at. So, which is tender. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so as far as the root goes, is there anything specific that you are working through right now? <clears throat> well, there's a lot of things in the root chakra that sit here. Yeah. Finances, you know, and how we orient to money um, and how, how we spend, how we earn, um, how, how we feel about it. So finances sit here. Health, you know, and how we're treating ourselves. Um, our healthcare practices or lifestyles that are really throwing our health, health under the bus. Um, so th that sits here. And also our connection, our connection to each other, our connection to community and our connection to Mother Earth. So with those, I'd say the one that lately for me that has been rising to be in greater alignment is definitely my physical care practices. What's being shown to me is that the way I put my health kind of on the back, you know, like a lower priority and that everybody else and everything else is more important than that is not sustainable. And I, I can feel and hear my body going, uh-uh, sister, <laughs> like that isn't sustainable. So I think for me, um, you know, shifting to prioritizing my physical health more, um, and movement and rest and self-care is definitely being asked to um, be improved <laughs> and built on solid, solid foundation. Because for those of us that are having health challenges or at this time, if we're not healthy, we can't serve, yeah. we can't enjoy life. And so that's where it's not stable. So we, we need our health. What's for you? like? <laughs> well, like you were saying, like our immune system is not separate to every other system in our yeah. body. So when we are you know, dialing in our, all of our movement practices and our spiritual practice and, you know, nutrition and all of that and our community and our connection, that is going to naturally boost our immune system as well. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, let's face it, this, you know, what we're going through right now has probably um, changed most of our financial, mm. you know, let's face it. I mean, travel is not coming to here to Sedona right now. There is no tourism. Everyone's kind of just stopped, taking a break. So, you know, I work with people that come here mostly on an in-person basis. And you know, we're all in quarantine right now. Right. And so so, so for those listening, listening or watching that have whose income has been affected, you know, where it's like, wait, whether it's Airbnb or whether, you, you know, events that you were involved with, production or products, um, you're a restaurant or a business that has had to close, then that has definitely affected the financial flow. So in looking at your orientation to money, what is it, what is something that can change that this experience has brought up for you? Well, with that, there's an income and there's an outflow. Mm -hmm. So I've had to address both sides of that. Yeah, for sure. It's an equation. <laughs> it's an equation. Exactly. So, um, with the income, I've really had to step back and identify how I can pivot from because in-person sessions right now are just not not yeah. happening so how can I step up and offer my medicine via 
you know, the internet or via social media or, you know, connecting digitally with people. And how can I, how does my medicine show up in that form? Yeah. So I've had a lot of extra time to be able to sit with that. <laughs> um, and it's, it's been great because I've been wanting to shift more to having an online presence anyway. anyway. So it's been great. It seems like this has been a catalyst for us to be a lot more creative, a lot more, um, uh, you know, present with being resourceful and pivot and, um, and look for other ways, alternative streams of income. And also looking at how can I, how can I, if there's less coming in, how can yeah. I look at the financial output of where are the, where are there res, where, where's money going out where it really doesn't have to Absolutely. so we get do we get to look at our spending habits to see if they're sustainable yeah and where you know where is my money going what you know what am i buying that is really not serving me or not serving the planet in general yeah um you know really dialing in what i'm spending on food all of the little monthly subscriptions that i have to yeah. all of these different places i mean yeah. i've I've really had the time to sit down and assess. figure out where my money is going. It's, it's a great time to assess the financial flow of what's coming in and how do we earn an income and does it feel alignment in alignment with our soul? A lot of people are, you know, a, you know, asking themselves, is my career in alignment right now? Does it support my soul? And is it really what I want to do? As people step back from their jobs, you know, it's also the opportunity to say, do I love what I do and how I make money? Is it, is it emotionally or energetically or physically costing me because I don't love it anymore or I never loved it? So um, that's super, I, re I really appreciate your honesty there because uh, currency, finances are our energetic currency. And like, where do we, where are we investing our money? And also, are we, in, you know, spending in a way that is in harmony with Mother Nature as we vote for, um, you know, different things with our dollars? Are we supporting sustainable businesses? Are we su supporting sustainable products? Because the other thing that in the root chakra that's really rising at this point is how, how disconnected we've been with our impact and our consumption and how that's affecting mother mother earth and where where we're not growing our food and we're buying it in plastic disposable packaging how that's affecting our 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 root system because we are now every single human on the planet is having plastic in their body because plastic is in the oceans it's in the water all of our pollutants are going back into the ocean and so that's going into the, the landfill, it's going into our, our what is commercially grown and our food. And so we're in a closed loop system. We are. That, we, that this is also giving us the opportunity to, are our choices sustainable um, with how we treat Mother Nature as well? And I think that that's been a big challenge in feeling disconnected to Mother Earth and that that's having a physical effect on and the toxicity of our, our footprint and our imprint is also creating toxicity in the body. So how's that, how's that showing up for you? Well, it's interesting because this is really showing us how connected we are. You know, this is a global thing going on <laughs> yeah. and this is affecting humans everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, our choices that one person makes wherever is, does affect everyone. Yeah. And I believe every time that we get sick, 
it is nature it is our biology saying hey this is a time out this is a time this is a, a forced contraction you need to sit and take some time to rest and figure out you know what patterns that you were doing to, to get yourself safe yeah. in the first place Right? And, and, and collectively, with, with this virus moving around the country that is with us now, it gives us the opportunity to see, you know, am I moving in my lifestyle in a way that, that compromises my immunity? And the collective immunity. Collective immunity. And with, with stress and anxiety and hustle and push and force, mm -hmm. is that affecting collective immunity? And how can we lighten our footprint on Mother Nature so that she's able to detoxify from the pollutants we've put in her waters and in her or in, in the earth so that the foods and the fresh air and the water um, is cleaner for her, which is therefore cleaner for us. And so there is this opportunity for us to look here as we pause um, as to how we can um, be more connected to Mother Earth and more sustainable with our choices for sure. And it is interesting to see, like, the amount of pollution that's gone down since I know, this whole right? thing. You know, the people aren't traveling. <laughs> you know, the waterways are becoming more clear. Yeah, air, air quality. Air quality is greater. Everyone's kind of just taking this rest. And when are we going to realize that we we don't need a, a virus to get everyone to just take a break for right. a second and connect? Right. Because this is also what's happening in the root chakra is community and connection. And we're finding new ways to connect. Instead of just being on our electronic devices separate from each other, we're actually reaching out in communities and across the internet to see how we can support other people in our neighborhood and, and how we can support people with inspirational content, with you know gratitude and so the question we have for you is in these areas of around finances your physical health your connection to mother nature your community relationships are you in harmony with your community and and how you earn and spend money like how are you being supported financially with your career is there anything out of balance there that you can identify that you could pivot or shift or let go of a way that isn't sustainable and what would you reach for in its place? What new habit, what new lifestyle, what new choice could be more in alignment so that you personally are built on a stronger foundation? Because that helps the collective when you are healthier, you are connected to Mother Earth, you are connected to your community, that you're healthy and that your finances are in order because that has, a, has an imprint on, on the collective as well. And that's the baseline right now. That's the thing that we all need to focus on at the start. Yeah, you know? getting stable. Because this is in the root chakra, this is stability, this is safety, this is feeling supported and so what about life that you can control is can be more stable right now so that's a little bit about the root chakra which is the earth element and that's kind of like the, the the symbol here is like, is like a tree is do i have my root system strong and stable so that when the wind blows or that the floods come that I can handle, that I can navigate times like these, and our root systems are being tested to be strengthened right now, for sure. Cool. Okay, so second chakra, brother, bring us, introduce the us water. to the second this is, chakra. This is me. I'm a water. I'm You're a water, water sign. 
All right, so the sacral chakra is the, it's creativity, it's our emotional body, and it's our sexuality. Yeah, so much sits here. <laughs> yeah, it is the center where life is created, where our creative juices come from. And what I think about as far as the sacral, and anytime we are put under a lot of stress, how do we get rid of stress? You know, stress is a pressure. It is, it is a, a force that's put on us. We have to learn how to express. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to X the pressure. Yeah, I love it. So, so many, Release, you know, yeah. so many very stressful times have, have created the, the best arts, the best music. Yes. Um, we've, as humans, we found ways to express in certain ways. So. You know, I've had extra time to play music. I've had extra time to write, to really sit and work on creative projects that I might not have had time to, yeah. to focus on. I love that, 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 that create creativity, because we might have been stuck in the pattern of go, 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 do, 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 where creative expression really hasn't been a priority. And so where can we come back in? If we're looking at this as a rainbow and we can identify what of our rainbow colors are bright and strong and stable that we tend to, you know, tends to be our, our go-to. And then also for a place of balance, where are those that we tend to avoid, oppress, ignore, and um, really not develop? And so in this journey today, we want to look at which ones of those need a little bit more attention. And I think, I think creative expression for me, I, I, I don't go to it naturally. Yeah. And, um, and so painting and be you know be you know beadworking you know making necklaces or jewelry and artwork um and poetry it's like i forget to flex that muscle so i can i can acknowledge that that has been a little stifled that my inner child that likes to play has been on the bench because the grown-up has been work 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 do 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 move 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 and that part of me that inner child that wants to play and laugh and have fun which is our orange color in the rainbow we we need that for sure we need that we need that we need that more more than ever <laughs> more than know? ever is laughter and play and it is it's like what is the number one thing that is a detriment to our health and and that is excess stress yeah stress that that we do not know how to move through yeah so finding ways to express, finding new channels to express, finding new ways to just move that stress through our body, through our psyche, through our spirit, mm -hmm. and testing. Maybe it's a time to go test out some new modalities that you, yeah. you know, you might have, yeah. you might have been curious but have never had the opportunity or the time right. Right. to work on. Yeah. So you know, at this time, what is definitely going to be arising in the second chakra is a lot of emotion, whether that's fear, whether that's anxiety, like Stephen said, it can be sadness, grief, overwhelm, like frustration. Um, and um, this is also really the time for us to raise our ability to honor our emotions because we're going through so many waves because this is the water element. We're going through so many emotional waves, way more in one hour or day <laughs> than we have in a whole lifetime. And so yeah. we get to um, what's that, what that is inviting for us is to be able to 
honor our emotions, if we feel angry, if we feel sad, is to give it a space instead of to stuff it or avoid it or ignore it, which is likely what we've been, you know, trained by our parents or society to do is, you know, avoid, ignore, distract, pretend like it doesn't exist. And now we're being asked to evolve that tendency so that we can look at our emotions and go to our inner child where he or she is upset or frustrated and hold a space for them so that that doesn't get built up over time and create physical disease yeah. or an emotional outburst that is destructive to ourselves or to our relationships or to the people that we care about. Because I know when I haven't been giving that outlet in a healthy way for my emotions, then Dragon Lady Biot shows up. <laughs> like whoever, breathing fire. <laughs> breathing fire, whoever is in the proximity. I don't care if you're a little child or, you know, grown adult, like here comes fire breathing dragon. Yeah. And so humbly acknowledging that I need to have a, a space to actually come back and process my emotions, which may not be creative expression in that moment. It may be wow, I just need to come back and, and be still and journal or maybe take that that pen and or pencil or that crayon and just write black all over the page and, like, yeah. and express that emotion or give myself permission to cry or scream and hold a safe space for the emotions right now so that they're not polluting the internal, the external environment. So, you know, how are you, how is that showing up for you? Like the emotional waves right now? <laughs> yeah, I've been having all the feels. Yeah, all the feels. <laughs> um, um, you know, emotions really are energy in motion. Yeah. And when we're not finding routes to actually, or when we're not really feeling them, we are suppressing. And if we suppress, then we repress, then we eventually become depressed. Yeah. And then we hold on to it and it eventually calcifies into a physical, disease or right. some sort of issue going on in the physical body so for me I've always been a really physical person um, physical movement moving it through my physical body you know these these lower chakras are chakras of the body so for they're me denser, they're yeah. a little more dense so for me uh, it's been better to like move it through the body somatically yeah whether that's like rolling around you know, making noises or, yeah. or even, you know, taking it out on a punching bag or, you know, lifting weights or, or sitting in meditation and crying. Yeah. This is or, a time you know, to letting the water. Really... I had one of my, one of my mentors, um, I was receiving a session from her and I was just sweating so much through my hands and my feet, so much water releasing through my body. And she was like, do you, you, you know, you're releasing so much water through your hands and your feet. Do you ever release it through your eyes? Mm. And I was like, oh, for a oh man, that is such a good question, especially for a man, yeah. because men are programmed. Don't feel, don't cry. Yeah. And I, I want to acknowledge that intelligence for all of us, for men and women, it's okay for you to feel. It's okay for you to cry. And um, as men are told not to cry, women are told not to get angry. And so what if we released all of those judgments and what if we released all of that programming to just hold a safe space for the feels? I like that. And 
to honor that there is intelligence, you know, in our emotions. If there is sadness, there's probably something that hasn't grieved fully. And if there is anger, there's probably a frustration about some aspect of life or relationship or the way things are going that isn't quite right. And if we allow the emotion to express, then we can get curious as to the why Mm -hmm. and what is the lesson or shift or different choice that I can make so that my inner child feels more safe or that I can say goodbye to that thing because I'm grieving or I can change that thing that is continuing to create frustration that... I have just been avoiding because I haven't been looking at why am I so angry? Why am I so sad? And there is a place for the intelligence of the emotions to rise. And, and so I love that. And so what, all, so what else sits here is sexual expression. And as, as, you know, whether you're in relationship or not in relationship and, you know, how you move your sexual energy, um, whether you move your sexual energy, is it, in integrity? Is it in alignment? Is it respectful to yourself and others? And in our history of our sexual, um, you know, in our sexual relationship history, there might be some things in our relationship past sexually that maybe wasn't medicine. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. People are lonely right now. Yeah. You might have an ex calling yeah. you, yeah. you know, wanting to quarantine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and like, are we going to sexual expression for the right reasons? Mm. Are we go- going out of loneliness? Are we going out of insecurity? Are we going because I'm unworthy and I need external validation? And so this is also looking at your sexual past and your current sexual dynamics to say, are they in alignment? Does anything need to be healed, guilt or shame or any residual from sexual history that really is not what you want to carry into this next chapter of of healthy sexual expression. How has that showed up for you in the past or present? Mm. Well, for me, I have an amazing partner right now and, and it's been such a blessing to have someone to spend time with during this, you know, reflection period. Really allowed me to see because I've been in a lot of unhealthy relationships and, I, and I've had extra time with this person. Thank God, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, but also realizing, you know, where those boundaries need to be as far as like my focus time for just myself or my focus time on my business. Or, um, I mean, it's been. For me, I have no complaints in that area right now. And so, they, but you, you know, what have you had to shift or let go of in order to attract that? What did you have to say no of that would allow a healthier sexual relationship in? Yeah, I've, I've really had to honor my own integrity and what my values are and how I want to show up in the world. Yeah. And before this person came into my life, I really had to express what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with and live from that place of integrity and being okay being alone. Yeah. I think that's really important for, is, is that. Because before this person came into my life, I had to make space. You can't let new things come. New things aren't going to come into your life until you create the space for it. And just by me expressing my truth and 
had to be lonely and be by myself and, and um, you know, face like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in this alone. And this is important, is, is understanding how to move our sexual energy, how when we are honoring it and in the self-respectful space, then our sexual energy isn't leaking into relationships that aren't really in integrity or in harmony with ourselves, where we can be saying yes to an intimate experience for the wrong reason, or we can not be expressing our truth within a sexual relationship, or not feeling okay with our sexual urges, and, and instead of reaching out for somebody else, it's like, how can I get curious about what am I really reaching for right now? And learning how to, hello, butterfly. Hello, butterfly. <laughs> how to be yeah. in the joy without needing to express that sexually with another partner. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really important for us all to be able to have that ability to honor our sexual expression in the solo space. And that way we're moving in integrity when we're in relationship with another. And who you choose to relate with or connect with is going to affect all other aspects of your yeah. life. So without me, you know, I had blinders on and I wasn't realizing that it was leaking into my business, leaking into my own health practices, my patterns that I was, and the daily choices that I was making. Yeah. So once I cleared that out, you know, I really cleared, cleared the muddy water and, right. and my river started flowing clean again. So a, a question, an invitation that we have for you is to look at where you're currently What's your current story around sexual expression? And is there anything from a past sexual experience, whether that's a trauma, whether that's from a whoops, I probably shouldn't have opened or said yes, or I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no, or you know those kinds of situations, perhaps anything from the past that you want to clean out sexually or look back and learn from that maybe I might make a different choice in the future. So our questions to you around the second chakra is, can there be some creative expression outlet? Maybe that's movement, play, creative you know, art. Um, where can you be more in harmony with tidying up and cleaning your sexual energy? And where can you really honor your emotional intelligence right now and hold a space for your emotions to ebb and flow and have a safe, healthy space for them to express? So, we tidy on the second so far? I think we are. All right. Let's move on up. To the third chakra. And uh, this is the fire element and the solar plexus. So, brother, what sits here? So as far as the fire goes, <laughs> that is your motivation, your passion, your drive, your identity. Yeah. How you're showing up in the world. Yeah. This is authentic power and who am I outside of everybody else's judgments or everybody else's opinion? This is your authenticity and your authentic path, your authentic purpose and being really honest and in integrity with that. And so in any way, are you sourcing external validation um, from everybody else rather than in this time of deep listening? Am I being true to myself? And it feels like this whole experience um, has brought us back into self to find our own truth and to be like, am I living in my truth? Is my fire lit? Is my fire lit and am I letting it shine? Yeah. Am I holding it back out of fear of judgment or fear of failure? Yeah. And I think that that's like a legitimate concern is like, is it safe for me to shine? And the bigger question is, what is the cost if you don't? You know, like, 
if you're not in your authenticity and if you're not following your authentic path and being true to who you are, let's really get with the cost, you know, of what that's costing you, whether it's your happiness, whether it is your joy, whether it is abundance because you're doing what you don't love, maybe it's your emotional, mental stability, emotional health, um, and what is it costing you if you're like seeking power outside of yourself or not being honest with who you truly are? Is there anything that's coming up for you right now as far as the solar plexus or the uh, fire? I think for me in the solar plexus, it's, it's this learning how to balance, like filling my cup back up and then moving out. And so I've realized that it's been out of balance that there's there a lot of energy moving out because this is all you know off this is your energy center and you're pretty fired i'm pretty like this is my birth <laughs> sign this is my birth month like you know i'm i tend to move energy outward and so i think for for me is learning how to hold the fire in a little bit more and yeah. be more balanced with it so it's not always going out and that i can stoke the fire by rest and um self-care and and receptivity as well and uh like i've navigated through because what also sits here is confidence and like mm. courage and in order to do what i do i've had to be able to feel comfortable with external criticism that not everybody's gonna like my message or my truth that's the truth and that like i've had to okay i've had to really navigate giving zero f's about <laughs> you know, um, judgments or external criticism and just being in my truth and, and to face the fear of rejection or criticism and just to trust that this is my truth, this is my light, and that it has medicine for somebody. It's not going to be medicine for everybody. And so I think the accommodator in me, in my solar plexus, had to just stand down. And the authentic, radiant truth needed to come forward because the accommodator wanted to please everybody, wanted to like, you know, have everybody like me. And so I think in, in my solar plexus, I really had to kind of navigate through those gateways. And now it's just more about how to cultivate my inner light and keep diving into what is it, what is the expression of it now as things change, as I need to change the question of what am I doing that, what am I doing that takes away my light? Um, relationships, health choices, business choices about how I'm moving energy and, and like really getting with what am I doing that supports, expands and nourishes and replenishes my light? And what choices have I historically been or currently doing that in any way diminish it or oppress it or um, leak it. Yeah, does it align with your authentic path? Exactly. And like my inner truth as that changes. Because it will change. It, yeah, it evolves. You have to shift and adapt. Yeah, it evolves as you evolve and grow. And as I really deepen into what is my soul's like real true expression, as I keep unveiling all of the clouds around my sunshine, that most of which is my own oppression or my own story, you know, as I keep, you know, 
breathing through those layers, I can find my authentic light again and again. And um, it's a journey of, of, of it looking. It doesn't end. <laughs> no! We have to continue to unveil no, our fire. Right? And for me, I've really noticed that with the fire center, it's cultivating a fire of longevity. Oh yeah. Right. And because we can, we can have a blast of fire and just burn ourselves out. Yeah. This <laughs> is then, the adrenals. And then, and then you go back and then you're like, oh, where's my fire? Well, I got to rest for a couple months before yeah. I have a, a spark of motivation again. So really figuring out, tapping in what's going to, what's going to um, fuel my fire for the long haul. Yeah. And it's doing what you love too. Is doing what you love and it's, and it's figuring out what, I, I can say the same for myself is that I'm definitely, uh, you know, I, I, people pleaser by nature or you know I, I want to accommodate and therefore when you do that you dull your own shine and you know you really uh, hold back your own expression and yeah because this is where leadership sits and if you're not being authentic then you're leading from a place of inauthenticity and not real truth and you're actually not leading with your greatest powers yeah. because if you're holding your light back or your truth or your passion or your gifts back out of fear of rejection or failure then you're really holding back your most powerful gifts that we actually need right now and so this is a time and we invite you to kind of drop in like what is my authentic truth right now? What is really soulful? Where can I express who I am and lead with my passionate, powerful gifts? Maybe your gift is time. Maybe your gift is abundance. Maybe your gift is some product or some tool or resource that we could actually use right now. Yeah. Um, so our question there is, where can you be more authentic? What fears do you need to face to step across that threshold and lead authentically, courageously and confidently? Right now, it's a time to show up as a leader. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and whatever that looks like, whether that's as a musician, whether that's as a parent, whether that's as a caregiver or a healer, like you being in your power and bringing your magic is, is what we need. Let yeah. your medicine shine. Let your medicine shine. So <laughs> our question here in the third chakra is, where? what do you have to let go of? Um, and what can you step forward into to allow that to be expressed and be shared in, with the community? Beautiful. Okay, let's move Go into the Anahata, the heart <laughs> chakra. All right, Anahata. Right? So this is right now especially with what's happening a whole other level of self-care and self-love um, we've been kind of forced to slow down and support our immune system and rest and and create more healthy eating habits and lifestyle habits and and listen to our bodies more and so this is definitely this stillness has invited us to into the nurturing and more the feminine aspect of the heart chakra of receiving love and nurturing and um, self-care that we might not be very good at. And yeah. so that's why it's so uncomfortable for many. It's like, I'd rather just Netflix or, you know, sedate yeah. or ignore or distract myself with busyness. And this is a time for upping our self-care and our self-love game for sure. What's that showing up in here like for you? 
Well, for me, I think that right now, staying in the heart is so key. Like I've caught myself getting in a scarcity mindset or, you know, wanting to hoard food or you know, do whatever, <laughs> right? it show, whatever it shows up as, or just being caught up in the thinking mind and just overthinking and um, letting my thoughts run wild and really trying to draw my energy back into the center and just staying in the heart, the heart place, the place of that I am, I am love and I, and I receive love. And therefore I can move down into the body if I need to, or I can move up into, you know, the mind and, and, but, but not letting either of those centers kind of use me. Right. Moving from the heart, drawing my energy back into the heart and letting myself be a living expression of love. Right. I, I you know, <laughs> like days after this whole thing kind of blew up and went global, my first inclination was, okay, do a little transmission. It's on the podcast. It's also on my IGTV of just let love go viral. Yes. Let love go it's viral. just as contagious. It's so, <laughs> you know, so that is, um, you know, the heart is the higher vibration that humanity is being asked to vibe up here in the heart of, of loving each other, even if we don't always agree with each other's choices, and even to love the chaos and to love the lesson, to love self for all of our you know, shadow and to be compassionate and forgiving. All of these things sit in the heart to be able to be compassionate for the chaos and the fear and the choices that ourselves or others are making right now. And so this is a time of great compassion and, and tenderness and all of those frequencies sit and can we let love go, vo go viral at these times. Yeah. And um, it's a powerful, it's a, a, a beautiful and tender and delicious time to move out of fear and scarcity and to move into the higher frequencies of what love really is. So the heart um, is the bridge between spirituality, you know, and consciousness and the physical body and the physical realm. And we're being asked to evolve our frequency right now as humanity is how can we create the new paradigm from the heart and not from fear or greed um, or me, mine, uh, but us, ours, and be in more community in the heart. Yeah. For sure. And the heart always knows what's right for you. It's the place where we should be making decisions from. Yeah. Yeah. So continuing to tune back into when I need to make decisions, is this a heart-centered decision? Yeah. Is this a decision out of fear? Is this a decision out of overthinking? Or is this a decision from from my center? And that's where the head, the you know, the prayer, the posture, uh, this posture, you know, the Anjali Mudra with the with the hands in prayer over the heart, where we bow our head, is this okay? I know the head has its limitations and its agendas and its projections and stories, and that's why we bow the head not out of subservience or ignorance, but out of humility and intelligence that the heart is not the place to lead but uh, the head is not the place to lead but the yeah. heart is so when we bow the head it's more about surrendering the driver's seat to the heart rather than the mind yeah so to the anahata <laughs> self you know lo letting love in and letting love out all right 
Hey, stay tuned for the whole thing because we do have a guided visualization mm. for you with music coming. So thanks for yes. staying with us this whole time. We will do an alignment at the end. Yes. Um, okay, so the throat chakra. Moving on up. Moving on up. The expression. Yeah. The communication. Yeah. Anything coming up for you there? Oh my gosh, no. you know, for me, when I work with my clients, the throat chakra sits on top of all of the other chakras. So if we're out of alignment and in our root, we're fearing fear and scarcity. If our emotional body is triggered, we don't feel like confident and our heart is closed, then that's what we're going to express. So that's why yeah. working from the lower chakras up really helps us get those in alignment so that what we are expressing is coming from balanced clear emotions feeling stable and supported it's coming from the heart authentically then what we express is medicine and not poison and and faith rather than fear and solution rather than blame because the voice right now if we are leading the voice can be a very powerful guide to kind of lead other people down the path of a consciousness path, a cooperative path, a heart-centered path. And so our voice right now is very important. And the other morning I just woke in a funk and I was like, okay, don't express from this place. Yeah. I needed to just kind of get still, go down, get curious and kind of align things before I could reach out and talk to my you know staff in my business and, and because if i was going to come from that place i was going to come from fear overwhelm panic and i wasn't going to be medicine in any way it was definitely going to make it worse and so i think that this this whole idea around the throat chakra the acronym t-h-i-n-k is a wonderful filter to think think before i express t is it true H, is it helpful? I, is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? Boy, I love that. I know. <laughs> I love that. Gonna... And like 95% of the time I can think, you know, and see like, you know what? Saying I told you so isn't really necessary, inspiring mm -hmm. or kind. Yeah. And, and expressing anger or blame towards somebody else is probably not necessary or kind. Can I speak my truth in a conscious, clear way of what my needs are without blaming? Yes, so I might need to refine my expression before, and I might need to tune it up before I express, and this is not about shutting down the voice, it's about filtering it so that what is expressed is true, conscious, clear, calm, um, compassionate communication um, and not coming from a contracted place. So I can be honest with that. A lot of my communication in the past has come from from that place of contraction, and that doesn't mean I'm probably done ever yeah. <laughs> expressing from a contracted place. As it's I, gonna happen. You know, human, you know, journey here. But yeah, I think that that's one that is like, is my voice medicine at this time? Yeah. And you? That's exactly where I've been. I've really have not wanted to express um, because I've felt myself thrown off of my center. Yeah. And I'm like, am I expressing? What I'm expressing right now is that medicine to the collective, to the people in my immediate environment. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of just taken this time to not express as much until 
I get all of my other centers aligned, and then I can, I can speak because what you speak is contagious. <laughs> it is, but goes viral. It, goes it can viral. be hate and fear, or it can be hope and positivity. Yeah. It can be part of the solution, or it can be part of the problem. And so I think mindfulness with our voice is super essential right now. So getting everything else aligned that way, what you are expressing comes from a place of love, comes from a place of alignment, comes from a place of, you know, having the right perspective as well, which we're going to get into. Right. And I think it, looking at, have I expressed in a way that has harmful, has been harmful, and I think part of the medicine that can heal those situations is, hey, let me come forward and be accountable to it. Hey, I'm sorry I raised my voice, or I'm sorry I blamed you, and so I think our voice can be healing medicine to be accountable for those times in which our human experiences, for whatever reason, came from of contraction and so we can kind of tidy up those things where we've made a little mess or a big mess and learn how to you know when those do happen to to be in a place of accountability and to use our voice to to kind of heal the wounds that we've created um, okay wonderful let's move up to the third eye the ajna and so oh just back up those the heart and the throat are the air element and now we're moving ether like the higher realms of consciousness so what's here um, in the third eye the third eye is the ability to see with your eyes closed yeah. it's your it's your mind it's your imagination and all of those could be running rampant right Right. So this is perspective. Like, are we coming from a contracted mindset of programs and, you know, limitations? Or are we seeing the perspective, you know, and victim mentality, which is, is very easy to move into that old perspective of, uh, you know, I, I don't have control and, you know, being the victim. And I think it's very essential at this time to see this as an opportunity for us to evolve, for us to, to grow, and that there, when we're seeing the parts of us that are timeless, that is our soul essence, can never be quarantined, it can never be controlled, it can never be manipulated by an outside source. And so our perspective of what we think is possible um, and our power and and how this is an invitation for humanity to rise and that we can create solutions. Um, this has everything to do with our perspective and our mindset right now. And what, with what filter are you seeing this whole experience yeah. through? How are you seeing yourself? How are you seeing politicians? How are you mm -hmm. seeing other people? And perspective, the, the Ajna, the third eye, you know, when we're in the closed part and we're seeing through human eyes, it's kind of like seeing the whole experience through a teeny little straw, which is not the whole picture. And, uh, you know, our essence and what is possible. So limited when we look through a teeny little straw and when our primal brain is in that fight or flight, we go very to narrow me and mine and my own survival rather than moving into how do I see the big picture like the eagle that sits in this space mm -hmm. and how do I rise above it and see the solution because if I'm in that narrow fight or flight I'm not going to be able to access a clear path so this is where it's really nice as Stephen said to to close our human eyes and kind of open our spiritual third eye so that we can see 
the must, much bigger picture and it allows us to find creative solutions in that because when we know that there's a way and we believe that there is a way, there is a way. You will find evidence for whatever you are believing. <laughs> right. You will find evidence for whatever your perspective is. So like we said in the beginning, are you, do you have the perspective of using this as a catalyst? Of using this as a time to, you know, make the necessary changes to focus on how you want to show up in the world yeah. or how you want to grow. Right. I mean, are you seeing the benefits of this? Right. This is our mind is creating our reality. They say our beliefs create our reality, and we're we're seeing that. You know that that famous quote with with Gandhi that goes through. Yeah, your your thoughts create your beliefs, your beliefs create your actions, your actions create your habits, and then yeah. here comes your your reality and your life becomes what you believe is possible. And so we are both looking at, hmm, where am I running on some old patterns and limitations in the mind that think I can't be abundant or that um, I, 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 I'm going to fail or I'm not supported or there isn't abundance or I have to hustle or nobody loves me or like all of these old beliefs. This is a great time to check. Are any of those limiting patterns and beliefs happening in your mind that are holding you back from a new positive mindset about what's possible right now and where can you upgrade in and so the invitation here with the ajna with the sixth chakra the third eye is let's look at our beliefs is there any old ones running and if you if you get into that place let's look at what am i thinking or feeling right now we'll find those limiting beliefs and then if it's i'm unworthy or i'm unlovable then what would be its opposite i'm abundant i'm prosperous i'm worthy um, I do matter, I can do it. And so we want to do that pivot right now and be in our you know, daily thoughts feeding the positivity of what's possible. And um, so that what I do is like quantum visualizations every morning of dreaming into the new paradigm, dreaming into my future self and feeding that so that I can overwrite the programs that have been fed for decades that have limitations, disord distortions, and corrupt programming about what I think is possible and how I see the world. Yeah. What other perspectives that are coming at you that are throwing off your center, your neutrality? Yeah. But right now, for me, my meditation practice has been a non-negotiable. Right. <laughs> so that way I can remain in, in the perspective that I want to because no one can no one can take your perspective away. No one can take your mindset away. You get to wake up every morning and make the choice of how you want to see the world. Right. And how, what you feed your brain, you know, and that, that's why I think the morning routines are so important, mm -hmm. is that you can go right on to CNN in the morning and then you start yeah. feeding your brain with fear and scarcity, or you can go into that connection with spirit and the divine, and this is where meditation practices are really important. You can go into a spiritual communion and calming and clearing the mind and yeah. dreaming into what qualities and what life you are creating so that you start your day with positivity and being a possibilitarian instead of starting the day, <laughs> right? You know, because that is also infectious. And then when you meet chaos, you can be seeing it from a positive place. You can help other people shift. And so this is where um, our morning routines about clearing our mind and getting connected to 
possibilities and positivity. That doesn't mean we ignore the important decisions and we're just up here in the mm -hmm. ether like, la, 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 unicorn, it, everything's fine. It doesn't mean we don't have to really look at finances and our health and choices that we may need to make to feel you know, sustainable, but at least if we're coming from a calm, clear place, mm -hmm. we'll be able to navigate those choices with calmness and also with inspiration or to bring spirit in so that we have ideas and um, inspiring um, possibilities to help us navigate that when we're in the narrow mindset are just not available to us. So beautiful. Good? Good. Let's go to the crown. Right. What I found, you know, phenomenal is that, you know, when this first all happened and I did that Let Love Go viral video and when I was sitting in meditation with it, I'm like, oh, corona. crown, corona means crown in Spanish. And it's like, oh, this is going to be amplifying our spiritual connection because we are going to be humbled to ask for divine guidance at this time. Like, it's just like, yeah. Um, so what's this bringing up for your, you know, in the crown chakra around your spiritual connection? Having a spiritual connection right now is more important than, I mean, it's always been very important, but just continuing to trust, trust that this is, you know, for every contraction, there will be an expansion. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, through spirit works through both creation and destruction. You know, it may it, it may look like a lot of bad things are happening, but it could be creating space for a new paradigm for us to show up in, in a new beautiful way. And there could be amazing progressive um, things that that evolve out of this. So just because it might look to our to our our physical, you know, to our physicality or or to our eyes that that things are crumbling underneath us, you know, spirit works through both creation and destruction. So there can be amazing things that come out of this and, and continuing to really just trust. Um, that has been what's kept me going. Yeah, I, I just think that the, the spiritual practices are super essential right now. At times where it might have been like, oh yeah, spirit, I just yeah, yeah. connect. It's like, okay, every day, every day, help prayer. me to see things, show me the way, give me ideas and inspiration and inspiration means to bring spirit in. And so, that we are in this place, as the wind spirit blows, that we are in the place where we're not alone. And I think it's really valuable, uh, it's really valuable at this time to be in a co-creation and in a collaboration with our spiritual council, whatever that means to you, whether that's nature, whether that's church, God, your ancestors, higher self, animal spirit guides, you know, angels, whatever that is for you, that you find a place where you have support and a source to fill your cup back up, to stay calm. And I feel at this point, if you are navigating your soul's mission and that part of you that is collaborating and has already agreed with the universe that you came here at this time for a reason, then we start to acknowledge that our spiritual council is collaborating with us, can give us courage, strength, inspiration, um, confidence, peace, patience, faith. And these are all the qualities that we need right now because if we go into the other place, 
we'll make choices from a contracted place and be part of the chaos and the destruction instead of the solution and building the new paradigm. That in that spiritual place of alignment with our crown, where we're in collaboration, we're going to be able to create the new paradigm together. And um, to really surrender into that is really juicy and delicious. And I think that that's, that's been the only way I've been able to like handle e what is happening each day is that I'm not handling it alone. And I don't have to have all the answers and I don't have to know what's happening next and I don't have to know how it's going to work. Um, and that level of faith and trust, that doesn't mean that I don't still take action, but when I'm coming yeah. from an aligned place, then my action is more inspired and it's more aligned with sustainable s sustainability for me, but also for my service and connection to humanity and Mother Earth. Because our spiritual guidance right now is saying, hey, every choice aligned with self, every choice aligned with benefiting the higher collective and not just hey i do this and the community pays or mother earth pays yeah. like everything from this time now has to be in sacredness and in this place where community seven generations forward and mother earth benefits like it, it, woo, you know it's really yeah. checking every choice at this point i think yeah and make you know our our crown is the tip of our antenna are we connected to divine guidance? Yeah. Are we, you know, and, and all the way down, this is a time to just really get aligned. Mm -hmm. We are in this force reflection, this, this time of we all get to sit with ourselves. Yeah. Are we connected to source? Are we connected yeah. to the earth? Are we moving forward from a place of our heart, from a place of our, our living expression? Yeah. So we're all in this together. Yeah, and by all, like what spirit guides might be coming forward to, to help you at this time. Angels, we might draw upon our ancestors that lived through the, the depression and their level of resourcefulness, or we wouldn't be here today if yeah. it wasn't for our ancestors' resourcefulness during times of, of famine and war and needing to, you know, financial crisis, because we are the result of our ancestors making some, you know, decisions to help us survive. Yeah. And right now we're looking, how can we make decisions about thriving, not just surviving, but that we build our new paradigm on more solid foundation that considers playfulness, our emotions, our authenticity, our voice, our spiritual connection, our love, our stability, our health, and uh, our longevity and our sustainability. Like that we're taking all of that into consideration. It's like, and it's an, it's an exciting time, huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> So um, we would love to do a little guided musical journey for you right now. And hey, we want to give you a free gift. Um, ch check in the show yes, notes. free gift. Um, check good. in the show notes. There's going to be a guided chakra balancing meditation with um, some musical accompaniment that walks you through chakra balancing. And that's something that you could do every day. You could do it in the morning or before you go to bed. So gonna be offering that as a free gift and half off the chakra balancing online course so that you can learn a little bit more about the chakras and learn how to balance them yourself. And um, so be sure to check the show notes for Stephen's info before we dive into the journey. Where can yeah. people find you? Um, so most, I'm probably most active on Instagram. Uh, I post a lot of insight um, movement practices, 
spiritual practices. Um, also, my podcast is Ebb and Flow Radio. I have some amazing guests with uh, applicable practices for your for your day to day pleasure as well. And um, yeah, tune in there. This will be on both of our podcasts, YouTube, probably Instagram as well. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, where can we find you at? Oh, well, I'm here in Sedona, <laughs> and you can find me on shamangelichealing.com. And I'm here when you are free to travel and are inspired to be here in Sedona. Guided journeys for the soul, for empowerment and awakening, whether you're releasing density or stepping more into your personal light and personal power, come here to Sedona and uh, join me for a sacred journey um, a personal tailored healing and awakening. And if you need some body work, get over and see Stephen here. And I'm on the Shamanjelic Healing Podcast on Instagram. I'm uh, at Anahata Ananda. That's where you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. This will be on YouTube on the Shamanjelic Healing channel. So we wanted to share that with you. Be sure to check all of the show notes so that that way you can um, find, get connected with both of us and definitely grab that free gift, that guided chakra balancing visualization. And if this was like soulful and helpful, please tag somebody yeah, that you think might share benefit. Share with a friend. Yeah. Um, also, you know, reviews are always appreciated on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you know, that helps iTunes, yeah. boost the algorithmic gods. Yes. Yes, please give us a, you know, a shout out. We'd love to hear your comments and um, what was really the chakra that really needed attention. What really helped you? We would love to know that and we'll be responding to the comments for sure. And so let's dive into a beautiful musical journey um, with the backdrop of Sacred Sedona. And this altar, by the way, has healing Peace. What's on your side? Dream. Dream. Joy. And courage and growth. And in the center, we put a beautiful heart that love be at the center of all of our actions and all of our choices. And um, there's a root stone from the Andes, a shamanic stone that balances all the chakras. And also a crystal from uh, Peru as well of just so if you're able to sit still and close your eyes, and if that's aligned with wherever you are right now, do that. So just dropping in with some gentle inhales and exhales. As we melt away the density, as we melt away any stress, your breath to be a broom that brings you back to your center of calmness, clarity. Each inhale brings in peace and grace, and each exhale, surrender, let go of density. And on this next inhale, we're going to breathe in a red stream of light. And breathe it all the way down your spine into your root. Let it pull, pool a red ball of light at your coccyx. And see that red ball of light being balanced, that your finances are coming into a great harmony. That 
your physical health, that you are feeling strong and supported, that you are connected with your community, your tribe, that you feel supported and safe, and feel your root connected with Mother Earth, that you have a relationship with her that is reciprocal, loving and respectful, and that in your root chakra, you feel supported in your life, all areas of your life, that your career, your living environment feels safe and strong. And so breathe that red ball of light and feel that going out of your root, down your legs, out the bottoms of your feet and into Mother Earth, into this red soil of Sedona, wherever you live, so that you feel strong and stable like the biggest redwood on the planet, thousands of years old. So breathe that red chakra, root chakra, and feel the strength. Breathe one more breath in, and breathe out the roots all the way down into Mother Earth. Next, breathe in an orange stream of light down your spine in the pool behind your belly button, right in the center of your belly. And feel that red, that orange, pulsing ball of light, igniting the inner child and her or his playfulness, adventure, and creative expression. That your inner child's emotions, that whatever he or she is feeling, is held and supported and loved ride the waves of your emotion and that you honor the intelligence of your emotions. Feel that orange stream of light pulsing there in your second chakra, your digestion, and also your sexual organs that you are in harmony and integrity with how you move your sexual energy. That it is with intention and self-respect and respect for others. Your sacred center, your sacred temple is honored. This is your garden and may it be fertile and it may you plant seeds here that you are here to birth. So feel that orange stream of light, this beautiful orange river of your emotions, your creative expression, your sexual energy thriving and abundant and it is stacked now on top of your root chakra and these two orbs of light the orange and the red pulsing together in unison now breathe in a golden stream of light and breathe it down into your diaphragm into your stomach beneath your ribs and back and in that golden orb of light, find your fire, your truth, your light. That part of you that is a star, that is shining. And let your golden light be expressed. Let it shine. Let it be luminous, radiant, and let it shine a light for others with ease and grace authenticity so that you're shining your truth, your light, and your love in a way that only you can. And feed your internal fire. Honor it and let it shine. 
So feel your light like a star shining in the darkness that we are ready for you and give yourself permission to shine brightly, authentically, and to courageously lead at this time with your truth, with your medicine, with your gifts. As we shed away any insecurities, any fear or doubt, feel that golden ball of light shining stacking and pulsing in harmony with the second and the third chakras, now gold and orange and red in harmony and in unison as the lower chakras are aligned. Now let's breathe in a green stream of light right into the heart, into your anahata, and may your lungs be receptive of love and expressive of love. May it be a flow in and out where you fill your cup back up. That the love in your heart, that you are receptive. Self-love, self-care, and also that that love and caring be expressed out to others. And feel this green ball of light being pulsed through the body your heart and your lungs pulsing it not only through your body so that you feel loved but it's overflowing and it's overflowing out of you this beautiful green ray of light your love being shined out for humanity and back to mother earth and feel that green stream of light pulsing that ball pulsing over top of the, the yellow the orange and the red harmonized and the other chakras are infused now with unconditional love. Let's breathe in now a blue stream of light, pooling right into our throat chakra, right into our voice. And feel this blue stream, this beautiful ball of light that filters our expression so that what we speak is conscious, is clear, is truth, and is medicine, that is wisdom, that is kind, inspiring, and supportive. And so feel that blue ball of light, your expression, your voice, pulsing and harmonizing with the green, with the yellow, with the orange, and with the red, aligning your chakras and expressing confidence, healthy emotions, and stability and support out to humanity and to Mother Earth at this time. Breathe in now this beautiful purple stream of light and let it pull right between your eyebrows, this beautiful amethyst-colored purple ray of light pulsing where you can see through this divine eye a greater divine perspective of what is happening here, of who you are, of what is possible, where you can see heaven on earth and your part in it. That you can see us as humanity thriving, supportive, loving, and in harmony with creation and all of its creatures. That we see heaven on earth is not only possible, it's inevitable. And see ourselves collecting and holding hands together with the rest of humanity other walks of life, other ethnicities, 
other religious beliefs, other political beliefs, and that we drop all of the diversity and we come together as humanity, as one collective, serving the plant, the animal, and the natural kingdom, and that we're here to thrive, where our love can go viral, and that we can create harmony here on Earth. So feel that purple sphere of light stacking on top of the blue, the green, the yellow, the orange, and the red in this beautiful rainbow that bridges between heaven and earth because you are a rainbow. And when all of your chakras are aligned and radiant, then you bring miracles and treasures from the heavens down into the earthly realm for all of us to share and receive. And let's breathe now in a radiant white stream of light where we can see it plugging into the lotus flower that sits like a crown on top of our head. And allow divine grace, truth, and love to infuse every petal of your lotus so that you feel connected, that you remember who you are, that you receive divine wisdom, Breathe in peace through every center of your body. Inspiration. Consciousness. Timelessness. Acknowledging and remembering that you are eternal and no one can take your power from you. Your freedom. Your truth, your light. It is eternal. It is abundant is timeless. So reconnect, remember, reawaken, reestablish, and realign with your spiritual counsel because you're not on this journey alone. Feel your ancestors that have your back, your past and future expressions of your soul's essence here to help guide you, your higher self, Ascended masters, angels, spiritual guides, whispering in your ear, opening doors for you, closing others that don't belong to you. And we give thanks and gratitude at this time for our spiritual counsel that is leading the way, that is lighting the path. And feel that iridescent light filtering down and pulsing purifying, energizing, and aligning every chakra energy center of your body. Because you are powerful beyond measure. You are an earth angel that came here to bridge your medicine here and share it with humanity in a way that only you can. And we are ready for you. We are ready for your medicine, your gifts, your light, your truth, your compassion, your voice, your, your mu mu musical medicine. I remember when you fir first got this um, 
this gift that it spoke to you and you listened and your muse is beautiful and it plays through you. So thank you, brother, for that. And <laughs> this has been super sweet. I like, deeply appreciate your medicine and what you're navigating to be even more powerful and more aligned, what you're letting go of to bring your powerful, soulful wisdom to humanity. Thank you. Thank you for also being a pillar for the community here in Sedona and, and for the online community as well. And for Backyard. In our backyard in Sedona. <laughs> so if you're ready for some support, come and visit us here in Sedona. If you need a personalized, tailored retreat, and there are some retreats and events coming up that have been rescheduled, and also training um, for different healing tools and modalities and shamanjelic breathwork training um, is happening. You will be attending yeah. that. So that's happening this summer. And if you are called to support, if you want phone counseling right now, uh, you can also get yeah. free stuff. Yeah. I'm offering phone counseling. Yeah. Phone so, calls. yeah, if you're wanting support with the, with the phys physicality practice. of things, of like how to move through your physical body, Stephen is amazing. If you're wanting like emotional, energetic, spiritual clearing, I'm happy to support you. And so you can connect with that on, on, on my website and also on Stevens Graham. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're here for you. Absolutely. Please share this with others and please let us know through private message or um, through the comments what really landed for you today. And um, thank you for aligning, for shedding, and for releasing and getting clear so that you are a powerful force of leading your Love you from Sedona. Blessing.